Hello and welcome to the Words and Beyond podcast. This is Akshata Singh and I'm back here with yet another episode of Words and Beyond after a really long time. It feels so good to be back and especially when I'm back with a new Words and Beyond logo. I hope you guys liked it too. Among a world full of high standards and pressure to be perfect, opening up and being honest about our problems can feel like a breath of fresh air. Do we really have to be in our best game all the time? Can't we shift towards a perspective where we embrace reality? Answering these questions for ourselves can be difficult because we live in a world where we might not find the right people to open up to or we might be afraid of being judged. So then how do we deal with it? This is what today's episode is all about. Being vulnerable. And I'm extremely excited to be joined by a very special guest from Colombia, South America, Tia Buri. Tia is the host of the TST, a podcast about personal growth and self-development. She's passionate about learning, enjoying life and experiencing new challenges. Wow. Dear listeners, she's only 16 years old, but she has some really wonderful thoughts. Hello Tia, we are absolutely delighted to have you with us today. But before we begin, would you like to tell us more about yourself? Thank you so much for the opportunity to voice my opinions. I really appreciate it and I'm glad to be here. <laughs> I will be talking to you guys today about my experience with learning to be vulnerable in life and why I value it so much. Hopefully my words can allow you to see things with a different perspective and become more aware of how powerful the way we act can truly be. That's really awesome. So, Tia and I would be discussing today about being vulnerable. What does it actually mean and how we can benefit from it? So, Tia, what do we actually mean by being vulnerable in this great wide world? What's uh, what's your definition of it? What I mean by that is recognizing that in fact we are in a great wide world and we're all human. We're all just grains of sand floating through space. <laughs> so what we think matters actually doesn't really matter nearly as much as we'd expect. Thus, making such a big deal of things contributes to maintaining this world a more hostile environment characterized by pressure, stress, comparison and so on. This is why it is so important to be vulnerable, to allow ourselves to feel the hard emotions and to speak up with them with the hope of being normalized. If we are all able to openly share the hard, tough, ugly things we experience, I can guarantee you that this world will feel safer, more enjoyable, more welcoming, and ultimately make us happier. Being vulnerable in a great wide world essentially represents humans not being ashamed of being humans. <laughs> It's normalizing what we're currently seeing as shameful, quote unquote, so that we can embrace every element of our existence in a healthy way. It means we take off our masks and stop pretending to be perfect. We project ourselves how we actually are and don't hide our struggles. Through this, I firmly believe that the world will simply become more understanding, more real, and just a space where we feel more comfortable. This mentality stems from the fact that I saw many people around me waste so much energy on appearing to be perfect all the time. 
the perfect relationship, the perfect grades, being happy all the time, being fit, having an incredible social life, having time for everything, and just really pretending to have everything under control. With time, I saw how toxic this can become for those around you. Because on some level, it teaches you to think that what life is quote-unquote supposed to look like. When in reality, that's completely ridiculous and irrational. Because life is messy and unpredictable. All of that sparked my interest in advocating in favor of vulnerability and openness. That's so beautifully expressed, Thea. And you know what? Here in India, we say that only the Almighty is perfect. Everybody has their faults and their flaws. Perfection is something which is not attainable. So why pretend it? Life is messy and unpredictable, as you so rightly stated. And I think that that's the beauty of it, isn't it? So moving on, there are obstacles in almost everything we do. In our day-to-day -day lives, we come across various crossroads. Sometimes we get through while sometimes we just can't. Under such circumstances, how do you think being vulnerable can help? How, how do you personally prevent being attacked physically or emotionally by such situations? Being vulnerable can help you so much when you're going through obstacles, simply because blocking those emotions can be exhausting. I'm so passionate about promoting vulnerability because it's something natural that we can't suppress. If you're struggling for whatever reason, and in addition to that, you have to worry about concealing it, you'll end up with twice the burden, <laughs> and it's truly pointless. At this stage, I think the ultimate way in which vulnerability can help you is by kindly allowing yourself to accept these emotions and quit the hassle of going out of your way to hide them. Of course, not only you will benefit from this, but it will also help, in a way, those around you, believe it or not. Because you're showing them how you're actually doing so that they can be aware of it and understand. Plus, this will show them to embrace their own emotions. Overall, I think that in difficult times, being vulnerable helps you deal with things in a more healthy, nurturing, and loving way. And it helps those around you as well, as a bonus, <laughs> by being a light in the universe which is real and authentic. As for your second question, I think it's really useful to remember simply how small we all are. That's it. <laughs> This planet is equivalent to a grain of sand in the galaxy, and you are just one person, a tiny fragment in time-space in comparison to the rest of existence. And additionally, what you're going through is just a fraction of your own life and of who you are. So take it easy. It's all part of the grander scheme of things, and one day all of the pieces in the puzzle will just make sense. I don't intend to invalidate your struggles. But I really do think that after you acknowledge your situation, like I just mentioned by being vulnerable, you can remember how little you are, and that really grounds you and changes your perspective. This balance between feeling and toughening up has really helped me at least. I love being vulnerable, but don't get too carried away because we need to weigh it out with courage to live fulfilling lives. Indeed, the more we try to get away from our problems, the smaller they start to appear. And through Worlds and Beyond, I always keep emphasizing on this fact that it's all a game of perspective, isn't it? Absolutely. Thea, um, the biggest fear in this world, it's, it's the fear of being judged. Mostly, 
This is the reason which stops us from moving ahead or doing what our heart desires. So how do you get control over this fear? How do, how do you stop it from affecting you? For me, something clicked when I saw that the people around me, who always pretended to be perfect, had their own problems. That was extremely eye-opening because I understood that it was all an act, an illusion. Then, I took a look at myself and saw that I did not have a single reason to pretend. In vulnerability lies strength, so when you are honest about your situation, that will feel like a breath of fresh air for those around you, and it will encourage them to live their own authentic lives. This realization showed me that there was absolutely no reason for me to be afraid of being judged. To the contrary, I should be proud of it, because somewhere, someone would be reassured that we're all human. Nobody has it under control. And that, with that, <laughs> we can still be happy. To answer your question, you can get over the fear of being judged by truly realizing and internalizing that we are all human. We are all weak, we all have loads of problems, and everyone is hyper-aware of them. Which means that one, they're probably too distracted on themselves to judge you. And two, if they do acknowledge your vulnerability, it will most likely connect them with you because they can relate. Or they will feel more comfortable with themselves. Or they will respect you more, which are all very good things. <laughs> As for stopping it from affecting you, I think you need to work on self-love. To stop worrying about anything that people can say about you, you really need to cultivate that self-appreciation. For this, you must become fully proud of who you are, the decisions you've made, and the things you've done. Mind you, some of those may be bad, but in self-love is owing up to them and acknowledging that they're a part of your story, meaning that you don't regret them and have learned the lessons they came to teach. If you achieve that realistic self-acceptance, you won't feel ashamed of anything. Thus, it will no longer feel like a weakness. Thus, you will no longer feel like it's an insecurity that can be targeted. In addition, if other people see that you're confident in yourself, they'll overall be less likely to target you. They'll be less tempted to criticize you, basically. That's why I really believe in improving your relationship with yourself to stop the fear of being judged from affecting you. So true. Self-love is surely the key and accepting and embracing our own true selves becomes extremely important. And I think that this is the one thing that surely helps us for overcoming this fear of being judged. And you know what? Every day we need to remind the person we see in the mirror that you're amazing. You don't have to be ashamed. You don't have to be afraid. And I think I think that's a little secret, <laughs> isn't it? Yes, I think that's the only secret. Thea, um, one piece of advice or caution, I would say, that you would want to give to people who can't get over their habits of judging others. <laughs> we are all the same. Nobody is better or worse than you. Nobody is more or less than you. We are all human. All of us have made mistakes, been through hardships, and have ongoing struggles. Nobody, nobody is immune to this because it's innate to the human experience. We all have skeletons in our closets. Judging others is simply unfair, both to them, because you don't know the entirety of their story, and to you, because you're wasting energy on something that you can't even do properly, since you don't know the whole story. 
and that is harmful in itself because you're doing an activity that is toxic whether you see yourself as inferior or superior now <laughs> let's deconstruct all of that a bit firstly you will never fully know a person nobody will except themselves so it's ridiculous to judge one incident just because of one outcome or one testimony or one fragment you will never know everything that happened behind the scenes or in that person's head so you aren't giving a fair analysis at all which renders it pointless secondly Judging people is harmful when you see yourself as inferior because it will leave you feeling low, not enough, and just hating yourself. Thirdly, judging people is also toxic, believe it or not, when you think you're superior because it means that your self-worth relies on other people doing quote-unquote badly, which is not healthy at all. <laughs> the worst part is you don't even have a valid reason to get wrapped up in judging because you're comparing people that are absolutely unique and different. They have their own stories, journeys, contexts, conditions, family, education, upbringing, and so much more, which shape them in such particular ways. I don't want to talk as if I'm perfect. I have definitely partaken in my fair share of gossiping over the years, <laughs> but this is what I've learned after feeling so guilty when judging and I'm on my journey to eradicate that habit. Wow, Tia, I don't think anybody else would have said it better, and there's just one thing that I want to add, and is that judge your own selves first, um, realize your own faults first, because, because that is something in your hands, that is something you can, you can actually work upon. Do tell others what are their areas of improvement, but don't judge. So, Thea, before we come to an end of this very fruitful discussion today, since you already run a podcast about personal growth and self-development, a message which you would want to give to my listeners. Aside from being vulnerable, I invite you to live with intention. Living with intention is a highly powerful act because it can transform the way you feel. You can go from an extremely overwhelming routine to a calming, grounding ritual by simply applying intention. What I mean by this is doing whatever you must do with thought and care, instead of simply wanting to get it done. For instance, when you're doing your skincare routine, feel the application of products on your skin. Look at yourself in the mirror, slowly spread the cream, and so on. Little switches like that can lead to you feeling calmer and present. Lots of people complain about not feeling in touch with their day-to-day, -day, and I think that can be solved by consciously doing what you do. This also involves things like not looking at your phone when you're spending quality time, which is a really big deal because it entails a whole shift on fully experiencing what you're doing. Living with intention also means doing one thing at a time and avoiding the enemy multitasking <laughs> to ensure you don't overwhelm yourself and can enjoy all the beauty of life step by step. Living with intention is a beautiful journey and I hope you embark on it. I hope we all do. And thanks for that little skincare tip as well. Thank you so much, Thea. It was so, so amazing interacting with you and I hope you had a good time too. No, thank you, truly. It was a pleasure for me to think about your thoughtful questions and not only do an exercise of reflection inward 
on my own life and what I've learned, but help share the message and spread it to other people so that hopefully they can apply what I've learned and live the transformative life that I've been embarking. Thank you so, so, so much for the opportunity. I loved being on here. It was a pleasure working with you. And I hope that something I said today will stick with all of you guys listening. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, dear listeners, for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed listening to Thea and myself today. See you now on the last Tuesday of December. Till then, keep smiling, keep shining, and do take very good care of yourselves. Bye-bye.